trucks or we oh absolutely we got there nice and bright and early this morning we've had lines around around uh, every truck all day it's been great awesome awesome and that set that silly that that cheese that cheesesteak uh, burrito you you get is that selling hot cakes because because i really love that thing in fact well I, that's I'm, good for you then because i brought you one. Oh, yes that'll Aren't work I nice? thank you you are Thank you very, very much. Much appreciated. Mm. It's so good. <laughs> oh, all right. Thank you, L Vacant. Tonight, Philadelphia Freedom Live from Philadelphia. There's no better place to be when you're 
celebrating the 4th of July in the city of brotherly love, the city that this country all started in, uh, end up just down the street at independence hall. Uh, and of course they rock every 4th of July. This is going to be, it's been awesome. The, the city is alive. The city is rowdy. And, uh, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight, I have a feeling, at, here at Philadelphia Freedom. So let's get a quick start with a quick rundown of some of what you will see here in the ring tonight for Philadelphia Freedom. Um, some matches, Whispering Reaper taking on Demented Fallen Angel. Um, Marcus, Marcus, Alec, Marcus Caliber taking on Aggie. Uh, in a Behemoth versus Behemoth match, it's the Lord of Pain, Mike Denunzio, taking on Denzel the Giant. Dev to take on Marcus Conan. We have a flag match between Aaron McFadden and the Doctor of Loveonomics, Necro G. Four Fubar City street fights. DW versus Buckshot. Nightcrawler versus Chris Sharpenstein. Rattlesnake Ron takes on Beast. And of course, UL Vacant taking on Big Greg. Uh, in a Liberty Bell match, Judgment to take on Uber Vegan TPO. High Voltage Steel Cage, it's myself taking on Claymore. Uh, other, I mean, and, you know, we've had a bunch of undercard matches as well that might be interesting. Let me go get the rundown of those. Uh, Uncle Frank to take on Moxie. Tigress to take on Prince. Mystic Maniac, oh, Misty, taking on the Hawkster Bully. Uh, Kayla the Governor's taking on Papa Shaker. Uh, all of that and much, much more tonight. And then, of course, the title matches, the big thing. The Immortal Griffith, four titles on the line for him tonight. He defends the Ultimate Gauntlet Championship against Lady Vex. The Supreme Fighter Championship in a steel cage against Strangleheart. Mave O'Hare to defend two titles, the first being the Hatfield and McCoy title. She defends that against Hotshot Chaz. Killer Neptune to defend the Champion's Choice Championship against the Razor in a take-a-dive match where Razor can only use aerial moves. Chris Cage defends his White Lightning Championship against Hobo Ezekiel. Hotness defends their tag team titles against Hellbound. Flashy defends his multimedia title against Kane the Governor. Knox Boogie defends his Triple Crown Championship against Chris Cage and the Paragon of Greatness. Maeve O'Hare tries to continue her epic Midnight Hobo Championship reign uh, as she takes on Rattlesnake Ron. Simply the best to defend the Fubar City Championship against Liam O'Shaughnessy. Wildfire taking on the legend herself, the Cougar, for the coveted estrogen title. Griff defends his men's championship for the umpteenth time, because he's held it for about 13, 14 months now. He defends that against Dees. Luke Cage, the Hell Machine, defends the national title against Big Greg. Mithras defends his Platinum Dragon Championship against Dees, and the Immortal Griffith defends the World Away Championship against the Teflon Sheik. So we asked, we talked about this last night, El Vacant, the Immortal Griffith, with four huge matches tonight. Uh, you, you predicted at least, and you didn't commit to a number, but you said at least uh, two of those titles he'll walk away with. Which of those four do you think he's most likely to lose? Uh, probably Ultimate Gauntlet, actually. You think so? You th- I do. I, mean, I, I, think it's, I honestly think it's his toughest opponent, and in the match, he's probably going to have the least attention for. It's like, it's like, yeah, like every card has lined up for Vex to walk away with gold. 
I mean, I, I don't disagree with that at all. I don't disagree. He's just, he's supremely his records against Sheik, uh, D's and Strangle are all it's almost pretty much uh, undefeated between uh, of those three in matches here in RAWF. Um, however, I'm not sure what his record against Vex is, but you might be right. I think of those four people, Vex may be the most motivated of the four. Uh, but then again, we heard from Tex- Teflon Sheik last night. I think I don't think there's anything he would want more than to win the World Heavyweight Championship just so that he could hold that over all of RAWF. Agreed? Oh, yeah. There's no question about that. That he, we will never, and I mean never, hear the end of it. If he, would, he will die 20 years from now in a plane crash in the Mal- Maldives and he will have a, in his will someone paid to show up to pay-per-views to remind us. Yeah, yeah, it would definitely, it would definitely be, uh, <laughs> it would definitely be a huge feather in Teflon Sheik's cap, and something we will never hear the end of. Were he to upset the Immortal Griffith tonight for the World Heavyweight Championship, but any, as we know, anything is possible in our AWF. Uh, Dees, he has he has two big title challenges, and he has to take on arguably the the two most legendary figures in RAWF history, in the Immortal Griffith and Mithras, the title machine for the men's and platinum dragon championships. What odds do you give Dees of walking away with one title, and what are the odds of him walking away with both? I give about a seventy five percent chance of walking away with one. I give him like a ten percent chance of walking away with both. Wow, seventy-five percent. I'm surprised you believe that. Okay, that's not yeah, the, the odds. But you know, so good. If he if he could win one of those matches, it certainly would be one of the biggest wins in his career, uh, to say the least. And of course, D's looking to regain the Platinum Dragon Championship that Mithras took off him a couple months ago. Uh, another person who has yeah, to, be, to be specific, it's not because I think of you know because I don't think it, uh, you know he's specifically going to win a certain match. It's just he, you know, look the the man may you know have dubbed himself Mister Pay Per View, but there's a reason he did. He 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 tends to perform well at pay per views. You're, so you're it, not wrong. It would actually be very out of character for him to completely pull a goose egg at a pay per view. Uh, I, I'm not, I, I can't disagree too much on that. You're right. Dees has made a habit of winning big matches on pay-per-views. And he, I, I would say that there's a chance he could beat one of them. I don't know that he could walk away with both. That would be one hell of a night if he were able to do that. A legendary night, I would say. Uh, Maeve, of course, defending two titles. Now, uh, Midnight Hobo against Rattlesnake Ron, Hatfield McCoy against Chaz. How, what are your odds of her walking away with both those titles? Hmm. 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 I'm I'm sorry. What I I fell asleep. What? (laughs) Was that a way? I couldn't sleep last night. Do you know? I mean, I don't know how you slept last night. I I had a hotel here in the city, and the fireworks Hmm. going off all all night. Well, I hope they were fireworks. If not, they were guns. And this is Philadelphia. It could have been either. Um. You know, but I couldn't sleep, so I, I mean, I, I zoned out there. I'm sorry. What was the question? What What odds do you give Ma- the lovely Maeve O'Hare of walking out of Philadelphia Freedom with both of her titles still intact? Uh, let's see. Her Her opponents are 
Well, we know the one. So who's their other opponent? Rattlesnake Ron for Midnight Hobo, Hotshot Chaz for Hatfield McCoy. Chaz. Okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say 100% chance she walks out with at least one of them, and 80% chance she keeps both. All right, those are good odds. Good odds for Maeve. Chris Cage now also with two big matches tonight. He's defending the White Lightning Championship. I guess Hobo Ezekiel, he's also one of Knox Boogie's two challengers, along with the Paragon of Greatness for the Triple Crown Championship. What performance do you expect out of Chris Cage tonight? I mean, an intense one, because that's who he is. That's what we're going to get. I mean, he never, he really, you know, doesn't phone it in, as it says, you know. Uh, but I don't, I don't like his chances in, uh, in the triple threat. Uh, I, I just think, you know, again, I've mentioned this before, you know, when you're going against two people in the same stable, if they're smart, it's going to be two-on-one until you're eliminated, and then they'll figure it out between themselves. Yeah, indeed. And Paragon, this is his second opportunity in a row at Knox Boogie's Triple Crown Championship. Can he do it? Can he uh, get it right the second time? We find out tonight in uh, Philadelphia. Well, I, I, think, I think Paragon is odds-on favorite to win that match. I would not disagree with that. I would not disagree. I was actually surprised and Knox Boogie retained the Triple Crown Championship last month. But then again, Knox Boogie, Hall of Famer, former world champion, can't put anything past him either. Um, Wildfire and Cougs for the estrogen title. Second time, second pay-per-view in a row we've seen that. Wildfire successfully defended the title against Cougs at Radiversary. Do you, do you see a repeat, or will we see the opposite tonight here at Philadelphia Freedom? I, I don't see Wildfire beating her two times in a row. Like, I mean, they're very good. They're both very talented. I, I, the odds say that... We're going to have and new. All right. So that is, and of course, a slew of other great hotness versus hellbound. Hotness, of course, has been quite the dominant tag team over the last year here in RAWF. They face a new challenger, a new team uh, in Rattlesnake, Ron and Devilson. Do Ron and Devilson have what it takes to unseat hotness as the tag team champions? Uh, look, individually, absolutely. They're both incredible performers. As a tag team, I think that remains to be seen. Like, look, I mean, they did really well in, in their inaugural season, right? Obviously, because they got the shot. Um, but, I mean, we, we don't really know how um, – what's the word I want here? How, how well they flow together, right? We don't, we don't know what kind of ring charisma they have as a pair, right? So, um, I, I think it's going to be a good fight. I, I, don't, I don't think there's any way – that with those four people in the ring, it's going to be a blowout in any way, shape, or form, right? It's going to be tooth and nail down to the wire. Um, but if I had to, if, I, if you forced me to place a bet right now, I would place it on the champion. All right. Well, we find out tonight at Philadelphia Freedom. That's the rundown, ladies and gentlemen. None of those matches have finished, even though they're finished as of yet. If any of them do during the program, we will let you know. But to start out, I think we're going to take, bring on uh, the first lady of anarchy who's challenging for the estrogen title tonight against the wildfire. Let's talk to... <laughs> what doesn't kill you makes you stronger
The claws are out tonight in Philadelphia, ladies and gentlemen. The first lady of anarchy, the cougar, is here. Good evening, cougs. Good evening, L.A. How are you? I'm doing I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I'm talking to the reddish. Wait your turn. I didn't say hello to you. All right. Anyways, Cougs, congratulations. Yes. For the second pay-per-view in a row, challenging Wildfire for the Estrogen Championship, looking to add to your already uh, record that you've already said. Is no, I don't believe any females ever held the Estrogen title three times like you have, let alone four, uh, trying to take that record out of reach, at least for the time being. Uh, taking on Wildfire for the second consecutive time. Tell me what's going to be different about tonight's match against Wildfire. Actually, it's the third time I faced her when we get in the ring tonight because I faced her in the finals of the tournament. Oh, but Mm. wait, she let me win. I'm sorry about that. Um, But what's going to be different is I think she realizes that every time I fight you, I learned something different. And one of our other huge female superstars can confirm that in Lady Vex. She used to beat the holy bejeebers out of me every single time we got in the ring. And now I am holding my own against her. I believe I've beaten her twice in the tournament, in fact. Wow. And and that's definitely an accomplishment. And the fact you beat Wildfire, I believe, in the finals. Uh, was it the finals of the of the Beyonce of the month that you beat her? Right. Yes, it was. She stated, "Yeah, she stated that she allowed me to win." Mm. Well, you know yeah. that's the. Hey. I I might say I'm that as I well. So. What's that? I'm where I need to be in the title match at the pay per view. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. So, when you take on Wildfire for Estrogen title for the fourth. Looking for your fourth estrogen title reign, how much does it does that mean to you in the long run to be able to call yourself a four-time estrogen champion? Well, I'm almost to the point I want to rename it. <laughs> I won't, but I want to. That's how much I like that particular title. Like Abby likes the triple threat. I like the estrogen. Fair enough. Fair enough. Looking forward to that match with Wildfire. Um, going back to history for Philadelphia Freedom, and uh, last year, of course, you were Midnight Hobo Champion going into Philadelphia Freedom. Unsuccessful, you were defeated for the title. But, uh, you know, it, it's, it's one year later. That's in the, his, in the past. Looking to make history once again tonight, uh, which you definitely are ten, love to do. Talk to me one more. Talk to me about what other things you'd like to accomplish here in RAWF. Well, I definitely want to get the tag titles back again. Singly, I may start trying to move further up rankings and get one of the more notable titles, such as the Triple Threat, the Multimedia. I'm not quite ready for Platinum or World. Um, I wouldn't mind having the FUBAR back. I kind of enjoyed taking that title from Dee's last year, ruining his record. 
<laughs> yes, that was that was something else. Yeah, and yet I don't believe you've ever been triple crown champion. I'd have to take a look. Uh, seems like everybody seems like a lot of people have been triple crown champion. But let me run down the list. No, I haven't. That I remember. That you remember, right? No, but uh, your daughter was a couple of times, Abby. So, yeah, you're right. You have not ever held the Triple Crown Championship. So, uh, no, I take that back. Yes, you have. You held it. You did. You won it from uh, Kelly Glaze and Tigden uh, in October October 27th of 2013. Held it for 21 days before losing it in a match with Aggie and Hollywood Rook Brutal, Aggie beating, winning the title that night. So you actually have been Triple Crown champion. It was just for a short, short period of time back in the good old days. So, um, Who did I fight? You fighted, your name was Kelly Glaze. I fighted. Fighted. <laughs> fighted. She fighted. She fighted. You fighted. Everyone fighted. <laughs> Everyone was Kung Fu fighting. That doesn't matter. Anyway. You fought <laughs> Kelly Glaze and Tigden. I remember Tigden. I don't remember the other one at all. Well, she's long gone. We haven't seen her hide a hair of her in uh, years. So, but you, know, you did. You have won the Triple Crown Championship, even though you only held it for a few weeks—three weeks to be exact. So, it will be if, if you. So there is that. Um, at any rate, uh, with that being said, Cougs, good luck to you tonight. Um, anything you, El Vacant, anything you want to ask the Cougar? Uh, yeah, do, do, do I still have, like, a front row seat for the match? Because it's too red then. Well, actually, I was wondering if you had set up a ring outside. I, I mean, I, I could, I could arrange for it. I got time. Well, because when... I watched um, Wildfire's promo responding to me. Um, I believe she took the firework word a little too literal. And so I didn't want her to make, make her feel bad. So I sent somebody down to Mexico to buy me some, uh, some good fireworks, you know, some sky rockets and bottle rockets and Roman candles, aerial shells, you know. I thought I'd put one of each in each corner. So I really don't want to blow up the arena. It'd probably be better if we were outside. Well, it's a stadium, hun. We are outside. We're in the, we're in a football well, Texas field. Texas has stadiums. Texas huh? has stadiums with roofs over them. Well, Philly doesn't. Oh, is that right? Well, I haven't had time to explore Philly. <laughs> All right. Well, you can, you do what you got to do with them fireworks. Just 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 yeah. Uh, uh, uh. All right, Coobs. Good luck to you tonight against the wildfire. And we'll talk to you again later in the show, all right? Uh, Vacant, don't forget, when I win, test kitchen. Talk to you later. (laughs) (laughs) That was the first lady of anarchy, the Cougar, looking to win the estrogen title for a record fourth time uh, tonight when she takes on Wildfire. Next up, challenging the Immortal Griffith, one of his four challengers for his four championships tonight. She is a brandly minted, newly minted R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer. She is 
She is Lady Vex joining us here in Philadelphia. Vex, good evening. Good evening, L.A. And happy 4th of July to you. Um, Taking on the Immortal Griffith for the Ultimate Gauntlet Championship. Big match. It's been a while since we've seen you in a title match. Uh, Are you prepared uh, taking on the Immortal? Oh, Griff, never. (laughs) You're, You're never prepared for him. I I don't care how much training you've done. Um, that is that is an entity, <laughs> to put it lightly, um, especially when it comes to gold. Yeah, tournaments and title, something else. So I mean, it it is certainly a bit of an advantage the fact that you have one match tonight, one scheduled match. Against Griffith, he has four. Uh, but I mean that. But we've seen him do this before. We've seen, you know, we know he has the stamina to defend all four titles, need be. But are you hoping the other, at least a couple of them, uh, wear him down? I mean, obviously Sheik is the last match of the night, so you can't count on Sheik to wear him down. But maybe possibly Strangleheart and uh, Dee's may play a factor in this. Well, um, apparently there's there's already um, breaking news. <laughs> what? Who's what? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I guess I guess the answer to that question will be well, definitely not Strangleheart because Strangleheart utterly got obliterated. <laughs> in the steel cage match with the Supreme Fighter Championship. Griff walks away uh, from Philadelphia Freedom, still your Supreme Fighter champion. Uh, so one, he, he's one down, three to go for the Immortal Griffith. And that was, didn't even look like, it didn't, didn't even look like he, he, he uh, broke a sweat against Strangles in the steel cage, Vex. Does that, like, I guess my question becomes now, um, are you worried? <laughs> no, God. Strangle's not there to piss him off. <laughs> He'll be in a great mood after this. <laughs> I mean, this is true. I can't argue with that. Uh, well, I mean, so much for that. So much for that line of questioning. Uh, where do, where I mean, the the other two might be able to run their mouths and piss him off. They're really great at that. So, I mean, that that could totally happen. Um and then I'd have to bear the brunt of that. I'm I'm going to hang back on this one, really. Usually I'm right in there, ready to go, um, not taking my time for a title. And this time, it feels different. It really does. It might be that it's been so long that I've been in a title match. It might be that um, I'm facing Griff for one. Um 
but no, I'm going to I'm going to see how his other matches play out. Um might be to my disadvantage to not you know push him right at the same time everyone else does, but um I think that'll end up giving us a better match in the end. All right. Well, it certainly is one of, for me one of the most must-see matches here at Philadelphia Freedom when you take on the Immortal Griffith. And uh, considering how uh, considering how the last time you wrestled in a state in a in an NFL stadium, and uh, I can't remember who the guy was that you beat, but it was a hell of a performance. Uh, I'm certain I'm certain you're looking forward to possibly repeating that tonight. Well, as long as I'm not Santa Claus, I'm sure the fans will have my back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Vex, we'll switch gears here because uh, last night we were planning on talking about something that didn't happen because, well, it just didn't. We'll talk about it tonight. You, of course, the keeper of scenes here in RAWF. You keep track of all the scenes that have been made in RAWF. Uh, you got a nice little spreadsheet that I much much appreciated for and much, very much use from time to time uh, to go back and look at some of the things that have been said and were done. So tell me, you want, we wanted to have a rundown of thus far, how many scenes have we had in RAWF so far in the year of 2021? You know, I actually didn't combine all of those. Oh. Uh, um, I, you asked I her one question, she doesn't have an answer for her. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, that's good job. That's what reporting is all about. That gotcha question. I love it. Fake it, you're not helping. Here, let me just do this real quick. I am helping. I'm helping you. It's terrible. 327 scenes so far in the first six months. Um, That's not including anything in July. That is January, February, March, April, and June total. Uh, April was our peak. Uh, You know, we get get into that pay-per-view season, that Hall of Fame season, and we hit 73 scenes in the month of April alone, which I do remember it was close the spreadsheet, four more scenes pop up. Um, So uh, a lot of people had a lot to say then. Things have kind of cooled down. Um, Not as much chatty. I don't know if that has anything to do with summer. Um, But, you know, up at the top, it's kind of surprising as to who's made the most. Of course, LA's always number one. Um, can't imagine <laughs> why. <laughs> um, and then right on his tail is actually Liam O'Shaughnessy and then Mithras. They're neck and neck along with uh, Denunzio and then um, just trailing behind them would be DW, Cougar, Beast, and Dez. It's... Um, it's interesting. Liam's, Liam used to have a lot of the scene and then a press release for the scene, and as did Mithras for a while. But um, he's kind of gone away from that, and the press releases aren't are uh, more of a lead-in if he does one. And, um, you know, I, I wish people would really pay more attention to some of these scenes. You know, some of these stories have been not just entertaining, but almost compelling. Um not everyone I can can say that I understand what they're saying. Um, there's there's a level of vague <laughs> that I I don't know if it 
conveys the entire story. But some of these stories have been an absolute delight to go in. I do try to join every scene as I archive these um, so that I, I know, you know, if I go back in the archives and I look at something and I've joined it, then I know that everything is all and well and good. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of become a real labor of love. I might grow, gripe about it here and there, but it's it's fun. It's fun seeing the uh, spreadsheet come forward and come through. And I've had questions like, oh, what's the big red line every so often? And I've had to point out that that's, um, that's the difference between each month. That has nothing to do with the uh, when LA is marking your points down or anything like that, um, because I have nothing to do with that. This is just so, hey, I had a story last year in the spring, and I don't remember what it was. I'd like to go back and look at it. This has nothing to do with making sure that all of your points are here. That being said, if you make a scene outside of the company, I do not add it in. I only go off the ones that come off the company list. Um, there's no way for me to keep track of scenes that are made outside of the company because if five people make a scene outside of the company and three people invite me and two people don't, then I miss that. So I don't try to keep track of that. I don't join them. Um, it's just one of those things that it's kind of a level of, I guess, fairness. If it's not on the company wall for everybody to join, then it's not on the sheet. Good time. <laughs> well, Vex, I do very much appreciate the work and effort you've put into uh, that spreadsheet. It has helped me tremendously. I'm sure a lot of people are used have used it to go back and look at their what they've done, and, and uh, it is and it is a very nice, interesting history of some of the stories that have happened here in RAWS, some of the incidents and some of the the, the matches. So, thank you very, very much for that. Definitely. Um, taking a look at your Philadelphia Freedom history, you've only this will be your third Philadelphia Freedom uh, in a feature in a feature capacity. It'll be your first title match at Philadelphia Freedom on either side, defending or challenging. Um, two years last year at Philadelphia Freedom, uh, it was you versus your good friend Brunette Strangler. Uh, she defeated you uh, last year, and then two years, three years ago. Uh, at Philadelphia Freedom Team, you took on Luigi Mario and beat him in a last man standing match. So uh, some interesting memories there for you, I'm sure, from Philadelphia Freedom's past. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those were both fun matches. We had a good time making them, making them happen, uh, leading up to them, and uh, writing the story after them because that's really what this place is all about is your your story you know, going in and going out every week, uh, going into the pay-per-view and, you know, um, just having a, a blast with what you and your GMs have put together here, um, which thank you, because I, I'm, pos- I'm positive I would not have come back to Unstoppable after things had gone weird for me um, if I didn't have RAWF to look forward to. And we're glad you did come back, certainly, and you've been uh, certainly, again, appreciative of the work you do with the scenes, and good luck tonight against the immortal Griffith looking to become the new Ultimate Gauntlet Champion. Fingers crossed. All right. That was Lady Vex, ladies and gentlemen. 
challenging the Immortal Griffith for the Ultimate Gauntlet Championship. And El Vacant, uh, that is, that of, the, of Griff's four matches, that is probably the most intriguing. I mean, obviously, you, 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 the World Heavyweight Championship match is the main event. Uh, it's the one you want to you watch most. But at the same time, Vex, the match against Vex is uh, quite intriguing, of the, the most intriguing of the four, considering one of them is already over. Would you agree? Uh, I see, see. Uh, you know, look, she's, she's up next uh, with, with him. So, you know, if she was hoping for uh, for him to be a little tired or maybe beat up a little bit after a cage match, uh, she's she, too bad, too bad. Yeah. So uh, hopefully we'll get like, a word I, in. I think really all this, she's going to go go against Griff, who's now really warmed up. Like, he's not going to start cold. Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. So uh, we'll probably get a, we'll get a word in with Griffith here in a little bit. But next up, let's bring on our reigning Midnight Hobo and Hatfield and McCoy champion. Oh yes, uh, she, <laughs> I know you get excited. Let's do. hear from. Ladies and gentlemen, Black Irish's own Maeve O'Hare joining us. Good evening, Maeve. Good evening, Vacant. Boss man, I've got a bone to pick with you. Oh, mm. oh boy. What now? If I, if, I, if I had a bone for every time you needed a bone picked, I'd have no skeleton left. Sounds like a personal problem. Maybe you should behave better. See, thank you. Vacant gets it. And which bone is it you are picking tonight? Family show. I know it's pay-per-view, but still. <laughs> I keep telling you, Vacant, he ain't my type. I don't like blondes. Not true. No. When when Coops last were on here earlier, and she mentioned that she was thinking about changing the estrogen title, you didn't have one negative thing to say about that. The second I say I don't like the name Midnight Hobo, oh, no, it's got so much legacy. You couldn't possibly change the name. That's part of R.A.W.F. history. I'm, just, I'm, I'm getting sick of your double standards here. You're not going to her no more. Because I know she wasn't serious. You, you, could be more, you, you, you were serious when you were talking about changing the name. Mm-hmm. I mean, you were. I, I Am I wrong? I'm, I'm not. I'm not I, I ain't saying I weren't serious. Just saying, uh, I got the lecture. Right. And I, I I don't understand why 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 you're upset about this. Mhm. Anyway, how how are businesses doing tonight, Vacant Lab? 
Oh, great. Well, like the, the last report I got is that the, I actually had to send uh, I had to send out one of the nephews to get uh, some some more onions because we we were we got slammed. That chalupa thing selling well then. Uh, very much. In fact, actually, they're telling me like that's the only thing that's selling. Like that's where apparently we're in Philly, and they're all like, "We're going to try this." Apparently, they've also been told multiple times, "This isn't good. We're lighting you on fire." But so far, no fires. So I'm guessing it's okay. What's that's that's that's. <laughs> I've noticed that people here in Philly are very um, cranky. We'll they, 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 I don't know. They seem to to take uh, certain things very seriously, and and cheese cheese steaks apparently are one of them. Yeah, I got fussed at for calling it a Philly cheesesteak, which is what I thought it were. And no, I was no. told, oh no, it's no, a been Philly cheesesteak. It's just it's a cheesesteak. It's it's just a cheese. It's so strange. And and then Vexy, we're out here talking about Santa Claus, and I don't know what that had to do with anything. Oh, I, I know this one. I got told this story last night while I was cleaning in the yard. Some guy was hanging out talking. Um, so apparently, and and they're proud of this. But keep this in mind. They're proud of this story. Uh, apparently, uh, many years ago uh, at a hockey game, uh, they threw snowballs or ice balls, really, at Santa Claus. They they threw ice. Or was it a baseball? Game? It was some some sports thing. I don't know. They 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 threw ice at Santa. They, they did. And actually, I mean, it, they, it was their credit that he was drunken and a really bad Santa. So that's what it, it, it was. An Eagles game. It was football, American football. Oh, it's football. Okay, I don't know. Wait, foot, oh, football. Oh, it were hand, it were hand egg. American it football. Hand, it were hand egg. You don't play it with a bowl because bowls are round, and you don't use your feet, so it ain't football. It's hand egg. You do. Kickers use their feet to kick kick it through the uprights. And who the fuck gives a shit about foot? I I can't I can't with him vacant. What? Anyway, I mean, by I that argument, by that argument, actual football should be called catchy ball because the goalies are allowed to use their hands. Aren't you supposed to be asking me questions here, Bossman? You're you're being very unprofessional. <clears throat> well, we've already talked I mean, at length you're, about you're, your team. You're running you're running most sports though, Coogs. So like, I mean that's that's really nothing to talk about, except I mean, for golf. Ugh, golf. <sighs> All right, so. We've already talked quite a bit at length about your two title matches. We know how you feel feel about Ron and the challenge he he poses and Chaz. Uh, I, you know, but so let's talk about some of the other members of Black Iris. Liam right. O'Shaughnessy challenging STB tonight for the Fubar City Championship. Uh, how do you see? I mean, how do you see? Uh, how how has Liam been preparing for that match against STB? I oh, wouldn't know. We're not on speaking terms. What? When did this happen? I ain't speaking to him. Last week, I ain't speaking to him. Oh, is this, is this, is this that, oh, this, this, based off what happened in that indie company? Yeah. Yeah, that indie company that meant more to him than me. Uh Uh-oh. That being said, uh, I do know that Liam is a very tough opponent, and... Given my own personal experience with STB, I feel like Liam has a good chance there. 
Uh, but I can't say I'm necessarily pulling for him. All right. Moving on. Who else do you want to talk about? Well, the, the Marcus Conan, also in Black Irish, taking on a Hall of R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer Dev. Marcus has been uh, getting a little better since arriving here a couple months ago. Uh, Marcus you think, is a good lad. And uh, you know he's not taking on any. He's not particularly taking on a weirdo like he wanted to. You know he's trying to rid, still. Is he still on this kick about ridding R.A.W.F. of all its uh, strange people? I thought, I thought he. I thought he were, and then he said he were going to face death, and I was like, but, but that's really normal. Like, there there ain't nothing really strange about him. No. Um, I, it's going to be a good match. Uh, he, he he got himself a tough opponent, though. Like, facing, facing death is nothing to sneeze at. Um, I, I, mean, I always have good matches with death. I, I always enjoy facing him. Uh, so I wish Marcus the best of luck because he's going to need it. Um, I think it'll be a great match, but I don't think it'll – necessarily do much toward this clearing out the clutter of the, the crazies or whatever it was he, he thought he were doing. All right. Well, good. And again, good luck to you in both your matches tonight. Good luck to Liam and uh, Marcus as well uh, in their matches tonight. And hopefully even Liam can get things patched up. I, I don't, I'm not sure what exactly happened. I heard things, but you know, um, it's a Whatever long story with a boring ending. No, well, we don't. I I don't like boring endings. That, that's a, that, they suck. All right. Well, thank you, Maeve. <laughs> anything? Anything? Any questions for Maeve? Uh, El Vacant. Um, I mean, many of them, but they're not really fit for radio. <laughs> any professional questions for Maeve tonight, Vacant? Um. Give me a second. Um, I'm sure I can come up with something. Um, while while he's thinking, I got a question for you, boss man. And I and it ain't me yelling at you this time. Okay. All right. How are you feeling about your match tonight? Because you've got a big match. Huh? I think I made it quite clear last night how I felt about the match. No, you you did. Um, but like, are you going to follow through on that? A lot of us are counting on you. Counting on me? Why? Because we're tired of Clay Lad's attitude. I mean, really, you're gonna you're gonna sit there and let him slag off on all your hard work in this company. I mean, as much as I give you a hard time, if I didn't like it here, I wouldn't stay. To be honest, every man every man's got his opinion. Whether it's worth a damn or not is, you know up to each individual to decide for themselves. I don't take much stock in Claymore's opinion, but I do take stock in the fact that he thinks he's bigger than R.A.W.F. And let me tell you... His mouth certainly is, too. Um, which, that brings me to my point. Um, I do hope that you, uh, you, you, you smack the shit out of him. But can can I ask you to like not injure his vocal cords? Well, considering he wears a hockey mask and it's hard to get to his neck, I I think it's a pretty safe bet. Okay. You know, just you know, silly girlish thought. If you if you happen to get hold of that hockey mask, it's 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 been on my bucket list for like a year and a half now. I'm just just saying, just putting that out there. 
Well, as I said last night, you may get that wish, Maeve, because it may be the last time we ever see Claymore. Promise. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. he's laughing. I'm out. I'm out. Yep. Like, I was just nope. I was just chuckling. I was just chuckling, chuckling at the uh-uh. thought. I don't I don't I don't like it when you chuckle to yourself. What? Cuz some, some someone else someone else we know chuckles to themselves a lot and I don't like it. Feel that. Excuse me. All right. Ladies and Look gentlemen, Mabel Hare, reigning midnight hobo and Hatfield McCoy champion. Thank you, Maeve. Thank you, Boston. Right. Oh. Thank you. Oh, again, we'd be remiss not to talk about some of the other matches on the card. As we, as, other than the Fubar City uh, Championship, we also have four other Fubar City street fights, yeah. including you and Big Greg. Uh, any saw, any last thoughts? Any last messages for Big Greg before the big match tonight? I, I mean, be prepared to have to change your logo for a month. I'm just saying, because you know, maybe we'll get some new shirts made for you. Only sell them in size medium. No, no, I don't want him walking around with it. No, I don't want him looking around, walking around looking like Ralphus. No, funny. I don't want that, huh? He'd be funny. Uh, Other three other Fubar City Street fights we can talk about. Nightcrawler, whose attitude has been really interesting as of late. We seem to be getting a much meaner Nightcrawler. He takes on Chris Sharpestein. In another Fubar City Street fight, I don't like Sharp- the way Nightcrawler has been late as of late and on a roll. I mean, he actually beat Mithras for the Superstars title, um, despite losing it to him a week, losing it back to Mithras a week later. Uh, Nightcrawler has definitely been uh, the best, maybe the best Nightcrawler we've ever seen ever since the attitude change. He takes on Chris Sharpestein. Uh, I don't like Mr. Sharpestein's chances, do you? No, not really, no. No, I, I agree. Ever since uh, a few weeks ago where, where he, you know, somebody, you know, peed in his proverbial Cheerios, um, Nightcrawler's uh, definitely stepped it up in the ring. Yeah, he certainly was, has. Uh, Rattlesnake Ron, do you take on, I'll let you say it, your favorite name to say? Beast. Wait, wait, which thing? I say a lot of things. The one you go really deep for, deep and long. Oh, wait, oh, that mean... just really sounded bad. Let me rephrase that. The, the, the one you do, the really dark voice. Right. Oh, you mean? That one. Exactly. That one? Rattle. Rattlesnake Ron takes on Beast in a Fubar City Street Fight, and then Domino Warrior versus Buckshot. Domino Warrior, a bit on the line for her. Uh, as of last night, when I re- when you read off the ranking, she was number one. She needs to win this one against Buckshot to maintain that lead, uh, to maintain her position in the ranking. So a very important street fight for DW. Uh, but at any rate, Let's bring now Mr. R.A.W.F. It's about that time, and before we get to before we get to our halftime show, if you will, let's bring him on to talk about his Liberty Bell match with Uber Vegan TPO. Please welcome.
gentlemen, Mr. R.A.W.F., the puppet master, the icon, he is a judgment. Good evening, Judge. Good evening, Amadeus. Woo! He answered, ladies and gentlemen. It's a miracle. He answered. Oh. Judge. <laughs> <laughs> so, Judge, uh, is everything Dominate. set up for this? For this fireworks display, and this, this you said you said uh, you got artist is here. Yes, the artist the, is the, here. The, you the said surprise it's artist top, is here, and it's yes. one of the biggest artists in 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 show business. Is that's what you told me earlier the today? Biggest, the biggest, okay. the most exciting artist in show business history today. This this artist has a Tony, a Grammy, an Emmy, a, uh, uh, an Oscar. Uh, 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 Golden Globe. He's got every got every every medal you can think of, and an award and everything. Yeah. All right. As long as you aren't telling me they have a Heisman Trophy, I'll, I'll, I'm happy. That sounds good. All right. He does not have a Heisman Trophy because he missed it. He missed it just just barely, just barely missed it. But you know what I mean? I, I got my I, got, I had to get myself ready today. Yes, yes, you do, because uh, here in mere moments, once this fireworks to play, you'll be heading over to Independence Hall to taking taking on Uber Vegan TPO in the Liberty Bell match. Now, Judge, all kidding aside, okay? I I know okay. you know. All kidding aside, please be careful around the National Monument there, that Liberty Bell. Okay, let's not be doing anything. Oh, come on, they they can't. They, you know, they, these, these these guards around the Liberty Bell, they gave me a test today. They said, we've got to make sure you're patriotic enough to fight around here. Yeah. Can you tell me who's in the Lincoln Lincoln Monument? I said, sure, it's Lincoln. You know, Can you tell me who's on the Washington or the, the Washington Monument? I said, yeah, the Washington. They said, what do you know about the Statue of Liberty? I said, well, that was the last time I was in a woman. Was when <laughs> I was in her. Okay. I, I'm sorry, What? <laughs> They, they asked me about the Statue of Liberty, and I said, yeah, this was the last time I was in a woman when I went in inside her, you know, to tour. Uh, uh, right. Moving on. All right. Well, yeah. good luck to you tonight against Uber Vegan. And Any I, and final word? I, I, I got my bounty. My, my bounty is on, on his head. I got my 20 rounds. I'm going to win that. Yeah, mm-hmm. All right. Oh, yes, the artist, is ready. The artist is ready. Here, let me get <clears throat> You're okay. Well, we'll get to uh, any final words for Uber Vegan TPO, and then we'll get to the fire the fireworks display with the, you better the get artist. I'm gonna this session because you're gonna need it because when I ram your head into that bell and and crack it or dent it or whatever I'm gonna do, I'm gonna you're gonna have to pay for it and you're gonna be through. All <laughs> right. Go ahead, I'm gonna answer. All right, judges, your artist ready? Are we ready to go with the fireworks display? We are ready. Give me a mic. Ladies and gentlemen, your official 2021 Philadelphia Freedom Fireworks Display Independence Day Celebration. So beautiful space, right from all the land of freedom, we can watch the fireworks bus to hear and see the light freedom. Here comes Peter Cottontail, hopping down the bunny trail. Hippity hoppity, Easter's on his way. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun is he riding one horse open play? Mm-hmm, 
I have to, I have to go figure out exactly what. What are you talking about here? All I right. Mean, well, we'll be back in a few minutes, Judge. Let's go find out what the heck I, we got ahead. We will talk. We'll be back in just a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen. We'll, we'll be speaking with the immortal Griffith when we return. This is RAW Philadelphia Freedom on the Back to Basics Radio Network. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. This is R.A.W.F. Philadelphia Freedom Pay-Per-View live from Lincoln Financial Field. Uh, Judge, Judge, did you have you found out what's going on yet? Um, um yes, and I'm, I'm going to be actually leaving right now, so I'm going to be. 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 But uh, it seems like one of the it seems like one of the things hit hit the hit the um hit hit the uh, you know that little dome on top of the Independence Hall. You didn't. Uh-huh. You know, it, it, you know, it's some kind of it, 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 you know, and, and and it had the assembly room where the um where the um um the chair that belonged to George Washington. You know, it used to used to the chair that used to belong to George Washington. Wait, where you signed Judge, the Constitution? Judge, run. Uh, Just run. Yes, um, Get out of my here. name's from Get R-A-W-F. This is R-A-W-F. I, my, my name is Lord Amadeus. It's R-A-W-F. Yes, this, you can have all that thing. I got to go. Bye. <laughs> Poor chair. It was an old chair anyway. It ain't mean no. It ain't had no value. It was an old wooden chair. Went up like that. They said it shot up like a flame. <laughs> okay, get out of here. I'm, I'm gone. 
<sighs> this is enough to make me want to stop eating Twinkies, Elvacant. Or many more of them. <sighs> At any rate, ladies and gentlemen, now we now turn our attention to the man of the hour, the man who already hit, successfully defended one of his four titles at Philadelphia Freedom tonight, looking to make walk out with all four. Can he do it? Let's talk to the man now. champion. He is ultimate gauntlet champion, men's champion, and world heavyweight champion here in RAWF. He is the immortal Griffith. Griffith, congratulations. One down, three to go. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you can call that a match. <clears throat> well, I mean, it didn't seem like you broke much of a sweat. No doubt about that. Uh, Strangleheart did not put up uh, much of a fight, no doubt. But, gave him I mean, every chance. I mean, literally, it was. I tried to put on a show for the crowd. I did. Like, I literally, I literally just danced around him for several minutes, just not hitting him, waiting for him to try and figure out what to do, and he couldn't put anything together. It was sad. Well, certainly that one's out of the way. That's got to be a relief. Now you can focus on the other three matches. So now we've got Vex Ultimate Gauntlet, D's Men's Championship. Teflon Sheik World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, I mean, obviously, your records against Sheik and Dees are nearly spotless, if not spotless, uh, especially in title matches in RAWF. So, obviously, there's got to be a bit of con- bit of confidence. Is there any overconfidence? Do you think in, in facing either of those two? Well, I mean. There literally is no way I could be overconfident about Sheik. Like it's I, like it's that's not actually possible. Um, and uh, I'm certainly not looking past these. These literally beat me to get the shot at this title, so I can't look past him in any way. He's uh, like yeah, as I've always said. You know, we may not always see eye to eye. We may have words for each other here and there. But at the end of the day, I've always said he's a hell of a competitor. All right, and then of course the ultimate gauntlet championship against Vex. You heard the you heard what Vex had to say earlier. 
any any rebuttal slash reply to what Vex had to say? I mean, how do I rebut that? Like she she basically sat there and said, "I'm awesome." So uh, I mean, she's right. Okay, uh, that, that's short and sweet. That's uh, um, so. With I mean, that being kinda said, it's kind of hard to kind of hard to you know rebut someone singing your praises like that. I, I mean, okay. it's interesting I that, I'm assuming you know she's taking. I assume she heard what I said last night and just taking that to heart, and she's just making sure that you know that we're going to have a nice cordial match, and that I can save all of that. That nice little that little ball of vitriol that I have stored up here in my little dark heart for Teflon later in the night. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, so we were talking earlier about what would happen in the unlikely event that Teflon Sheik beats you for the World Heavyweight Championship tonight. Uh, I mean, does does the fact that we know what's going to happen, the fact that he's going to be unbearable? completely and utterly unbearable if he were to beat you tonight. Um, how much uh, How much does that play into your uh, anger towards him tonight? Oh, it, it doesn't. I mean, look, it, we, he's unbearable no matter what, right? You know, he, he's unbearable when he loses. Like, what does it matter? Like, he's going to be unbearable if he wins. He's going to be unbearable if he loses. He's just unbearable. That's that's literally that's that's his entire persona. It's to be the biggest jackanape we've ever seen, right? So, like I said, you know, I'm sitting here. Um, I made a mistake. I made a mistake eight matches ago, where I, I did what I what I you know I say I do. I made him famous, and I shouldn't have done that. So, like I said, tonight I don't make him famous, and he sure as hell doesn't make himself infamous. I just make him irrelevant. All right. Well, good luck to you and all your title matches tonight, Griff. Let's talk a little history here. Since it is Independence Day, the 4th of July, the, the birthday of our nation here in the USA, but you being an <laughs> English, you being an English, yes, I know, you're be, you being an Englishman, sir, uh, and we know you were around for the actual War of Independence uh, that we had with England back in the day. Were you on, were, were, did you fight in that war at all? Or did you, were you around? What were you doing during the time of our, our war for independence against England? Uh, hmm. <sighs> what was going on? Let's see. 1776. Uh, I would have been, where would I have been in 1776? I was certainly not involved in this little, little scuffle over the pond. That was, was not important. Uh, actually, by then, I believe I was, uh, I think I was in Japan, actually, by then. Yeah, I think that's one, I think that was the first time I was in Japan. Really? You were in Japan during the, okay. Wow. So you were nowhere near it. You, you had nothing mm-hmm. to do with it whatsoever. I had nothing to do with it. I mean, let's be, let's be fair. If I had, we wouldn't be having this holiday. Oh, 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 I see what you're saying, because you would have fought on the side of the English. Is that what you're saying? Well, I, 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 am, I am English. Okay. Well, I suppose that's fair. That's fair. All right. So 
with that being said, you you don't celebrate Fourth of July here in the states like the rest of us are, being the Eng- yeah. English bound. No, I I do not I do not I do not celebrate Treason Day. <laughs> treason Day. Wow. All right. Well, fair enough. With that being said, uh, Philadelphia Freedom. I just you know Philadelphia Freedom history here for the World Heavyweight Championship is very interesting. It has only changed hands. Out of the six or seven Philadelphia Freedoms we've had, uh, it has only changed – the world title has only changed hands three times at Philadelphia Freedom. So uh, let's take a look at what you did last year at Philadelphia Freedom. Last year, which well, I believe you. If in, interestingly enough, one year ago at Philadelphia Freedom, you defeated the Teflon Sheik. Uh, that for the men's in, in successfully successfully retaining your men's championship. So mm, funny that. I, funny that. So history, uh, history right there for you. You also defeated Coogs for the Hatfield and McCoy championship last year at Philadelphia Freedom. So that a year ago. <laughs> That was. That was last year. That doesn't feel uh, two, like a year ago. Two years ago at Philadelphia Freedom, you you successfully defended the Platinum Dragon Championship against Luke Cage. And Philadelphia Freedom at 2018, however, uh, and Philadelphia Freedom 2018, you defeated Knox Boogie to become Platinum Dragon Champion. Uh, so your history at Philadelphia Freedom <laughs> – Pretty darn good, except for one, one minor, uh, minor Philadelphia Freedom oopsie. Where you, if I remember correctly, Ricky Hot Rock defeated you to become World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah, but other than that, that, was, that was a while ago. That was a while ago. That was six years ago. So, uh, you know, but hopefully. Every, history will repeat itself from last year's Philadelphia Freedom, not from six years ago. All right. So, Griff, any final words for any of your remaining opponents? I think the time for speaking is over, don't you? I think so. I think that's a yes. Yes, that is a yes. And I wasn't being quiet because I agreed. I was, but anyway. All right, Griff, good luck to you. Hopefully, uh, hope, hopefully you will still be World LA champion once Philadelphia Freedom is all set and done. Good luck, sir. Thank you, sir. All right. Well, L vacant Philadelphia Freedom. We're almost at almost done for this year's Philadelphia Freedom. We now look ahead one month from now, August eighth. Uh, Sunday, August 8th, which I believe is five weeks from tonight, tropical aggression time, ladies and gentlemen. And, and El Vacant, as you know, I like to go to pretty, we like to go to pretty, some pretty exotic places for tropical aggression. <coughs> Where is it? Where are we going? Last year we went to Cancun. That was a great time. Uh, we've gone to Miami, Hawaii, uh, the Car- Caribbean. It's been uh, mm-hmm. Tropical Aggression, always one of my favorite pay-per-views. This year, ladies and gentlemen, on August 8th, we will be going to uh, 
I love keeping you all in suspense. Coliseo de Puerto Rico in San Jose, Puerto Rico. We are going going to Puerto Rico, El Vacant. It should be a fun time. First time RAWF has ever been in Puerto Rico. And uh, they are very much looking forward to seeing us down there. Uh, your thoughts on going to Puerto Rico next month. Uh, Puerto Rico is a lovely, lovely island. It's, it's, we, should have, we should have a blast. I, I agree. It should be a lot of fun. Should be a lot of fun. So that is where Tropical Aggression will be August 8th, ladies and gentlemen. Mark your calendars. Going to be looking forward to it. If you go to the RAWF homepage, you can see the logo under the next pay-per-view slot there on the main page. A lot of lovely ladies on that one. Hmm. All right. So that being said, I didn't look. Who's on? Who's on this month's calendar? I didn't look. On the, oh, you need to, it is Lucifer. Lucifer is on this month's oh, calendar. Well, check that out. Get back there to you office. go. <laughs> so, that is, of course, that will, is still five weeks away. We will hopefully next week get some results from Philadelphia Freedom. Uh, hopefully some more Xanth of the Platinum Dragon tournament updates and all the RAWF news and notes uh, next week on After Hours. However, we are still here at Philadelphia Freedom. Um, wanted, to next, wanted to take a few minutes to talk about something real quick because uh, a lot of people, you know, even, even people, they've got new people out there in RAWF. we got some that don't quite get some of the things. If you think, if you have a problem with your rankings, feel free to message me at any time. Because I can easily explain to you why you're ranked or why you're not ranked, uh, you know. And if you have a problem, it's best not to go to the other GMs in RAWF because none of them would have a clue why you're not ranked. The only person to go to for rankings questions is me. I'm the only person who has access to the rankings. I'm the only person that tabulates rankings. And if you want to know why you're ranked where you are, I have no problem explaining it to you. All you have to do is inbox me. Going to other GMs is not going to help your cause in any way whatsoever. All right. Let me play that out for you. Hey, random GM person, why am I ranked the way I am? Uh, I have no goddamn clue because I don't do the rankings. Oh, then how am I supposed to find this out? I don't know. Maybe... uh, Talk to L.A.? I don't want to do that. Uh, then you're a uh, shit out of luck, partner. That, that's yeah. how that conversation goes. <laughs> it's exactly true. It's exactly true. If you, if you, there is no other GM in RAWF, uh, unless it's tag team rankings. Unless it's tag team rankings, that's a different story. Then you go to Unstoppable. Don't go to me for tag team rankings. I have no clue about that. That is all unstoppable. So, it's in binary. He can't read it. <laughs> no, unstoppable. He takes care of the tag team division. Otherwise, <clears throat> singles rankings are all me, folks. All right. So there is that. Um, also, if you're not sure how RAWF works. 
It's all explained on the company concept page, on the main page, ladies and gentlemen. It has been up there since RAWF's conception and uh, will continue to be there. If you want to know how to get ahead in RAWF and you don't know, sure, go to the company concept page. It kind of lays it all out for you. And again, if you have any questions, feel free to ask me. I am always willing to answer any questions about rankings in RAWF. Thank you, Maeve. That is, of course, the company concept linked right there in the chat. All right. So that got that got that done. Uh, wow. It has been a hell of a year thus, thus far. 2021 has been an epic year here in RAWF. I am looking forward to seeing what the last six months, we're halfway through the year now. Can't wait to see what the last six months in RAWF hold. Uh, L Vacant, I want to hear a bold prediction from you for what's going to happen in the remaining 2021. What do you think will happen in RAWF? Give me a one bold prediction. One bold prediction? By mm-hmm. the end of the year, by the end of the year, Chaz will be Platinum Dragon Champion. Whoa, hello. All right. I like that. I'm sure Chaz will like to hear that, too. That's a, that's a good one. Hotshot Chaz will be Platinum Dragon Champion by the end of the year. I like it. That's going to could very well be true, and it could definitely happen. All right. Thank you, L. Vacant. Uh, we're going to go to our promotion segment of the show and uh, go around the horn. Vex? L.A. Anything you would like to promote tonight and give us a bold prediction for the last six months here in RAWF of 2021. A bold prediction. Mm-hmm. Maeve O'Hare will be the RAWF heavyweight champion. Woo, all right. Uh, promos? Um, get in Hatfield and McCoy sign up. All right. <laughs> Hatfield and McCoy. All right. Thank you, Vex. Uh, Maeve? Core, that would not be speechless. <laughs> um, Your turn. Uh, promotion and a, promotion. And, and promotion and a, and a bold prediction. Uh, promotion, I would like to promote potatoes because they are delicious and nutritious. Um, prediction, by the end of 2021... Um, I believe this will be a first, and L.A. can correct me if I'm wrong. There will be uh, a tag team champions that are both women. <laughs> okay. Sounds see good, man. I see what she did there as well. Judgment, well, judge, 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 yes. you, you, can, you can come out of hiding now. I'm driving down the road. I'm, I'm okay. on the road. I'm on, I'm on my phone. All right. You got a bold prediction for the, for the final uh, six months of here in RAWF if you're not in prison? Yeah, I got a bold prediction. Chris Cage won three titles at one time. Okay. I don't know which titles right. are going to be. I don't know which titles are going to be right now, but he, he's going to end up holding three titles at one time. All right, quite possibly. Tonight he could possibly walk out of Philadelphia Freedom with two, and I'm sure it wouldn't be too hard to possibly add another one to his resume. So that's a that's a good one, Judge. I like that. 
good. Anything you want to promote? Yes. Uh, I want to promote the Hatfield McCoy. I will be announcing next month a new ranking system. Ooh. A new ranking system. Okay. Yeah, you're going to start getting points. You're going to start getting points. And ooh, it's going to be some uh, points. And these are going to be points. I'm going to tell you right now, I ain't going to play with these points. I ain't going to be playing with points. I'm gonna get, you're going to get them, you're going to get a deduction. And if you get deducted, then that's fine. You fucked. You're going to have to get your points back up by making it up. So you're going to be screwed. Now, deduction. It's deduction points coming your way. Credit to Hatfield McCoy. Okay. Thank you, Judge. And uh, try to. Good luck in avoiding the avoiding the avoiding the cops. I'm gonna avoid you, and I will have to say I'm gonna. The the Constitution did not get destroyed or whatever they had in there. Something, but some some paper did get messed up. They had John Henry Hancock's signature on it. Coogs, anything you'd like to promote tonight and give us a bold prediction for the remainder of 2021? Can you hear me? Yep. Yes, we can. Can you hear us? Coogs? Coogs? Okay. Uh, we had her briefly. We had her briefly. Uh, apparently, she still having technical difficulties. So, uh, Griffith, anything you would like to promote tonight, sir? And a bold prediction for the remainder of 2021. Hmm. A bold prediction for 2021. That come jingle hell rock, your world champion will still be immortal. That is what I expected to hear from you, Griff. Thank you, everyone. This any, anything else? I think that covers it for the night. I think we're going to call it quits early. Uh, we will be back right here on Saturday, next Saturday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, RAWF After Hours, Philadelphia Freedom Results, and all the RAWF updates you can handle. This has been Philadelphia Freedom Pay-Per-View Live. Good night, everybody. Say good night, Elvagan. Good night, Elvagan. Yeah. <laughs>